Good morning, good morning, and thank you for joining me. I'm Ditsy Dieter. I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a narrator. I'm just a girl who likes to talk, and I like to talk about weight loss and life. Welcome back to a series I call Loving Yourself Through the Process. Now, this week, we're going to talk about loving ourselves through the process of grief. Man, let me tell you guys, this year has just started. We're like three months in and I know five people who have already passed away. So I really want to talk about loving yourself through the process of grief, whether that's losing a loved one, losing a job, or even a breakup. You know, we grieve people that we are no longer with, and that is a real thing. So let's dive into this. Loving yourself through the process of grief is important because with grief comes guilt. And I don't mean the type of guilt where you feel like, oh, this person will still be alive or I could have still had this person in my life if I did X, Y, and Z. No, I don't mean the guilt where you take responsibility for what happened. I'm talking about the guilt that nobody talks about. (laughs) The guilt of because I'm grieving, my day-to-day tasks are no longer being cared for the way that I used to because I'm grieving, right? So we have five stages of grief. We have denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And every single stage is a process. And whether you are in denial, whether you are angry, whether you are bargaining, whether you're in depression or acceptance, whatever stage that is, it's very, very important that... We do not give up on ourselves during this process of grief, okay? And I'm going to talk about me for a second because maybe you guys are a lot stronger stronger than I am and maybe you can grieve and keep it all going, keep it all together, you know, be Wonder Woman or, or Wonder Man, whoever the case may be, but I cannot and I am great at putting on a show. I will have the smile, I will have the walk, I will have the talk, but on the inside, I am nowhere to be found. So this is kind of how these last three months went. First month, we had a significant death in the family. Second month, I had two deaths. Third month, Two more deaths. Now, out of these five deaths, two of them hit me hard, particularly because these two people were from my childhood. We were around the same age, and they passed away suddenly. So I'm going through this whole loving yourself through the process, falling in love with yourself. You remember from the last episode, you know, just, oh, let's focus on the things that I love about me and kind of reintroducing 
myself to me. So as I'm doing this, I am working on passion projects. I am meeting new people, having great conversation, kind of like coming out of my shell and just loving myself. And then the death starts rolling in. But particularly for these two, I get a phone call. Hey, so-and-so died. Okay. And then I hang up the phone. Don't say too much. Not a long conversation. Just a, okay. And then hang up. So I'm like, okay, you know, life happens. We're we're really young <laughs> to be dying, but we're definitely living in an age where death is not for the old anymore. There's a lot of people dying young. So I'm like, okay, let me continue to try and focus on me again, right? I'm trying to lose this weight. I'm trying to de-stress. I'm trying to do all these wonderful things for my health. So I'm like, okay, let me get get in the gym and work it out. And let me focus on my passion projects. And let me put a smile on and talk to these people. So as I think that I am climbing through the grief, right? I hit the first stage denial. Before I can even get to the second stage, okay, which is anger, I get another phone call. Bring. Hello? Yeah, so-and-so died. Now, this one, I hit denial really quickly. No, 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 no. Can't be. It has to be someone else. It has to be this. It has to be that. They're like, no, so-and-so is really, really gone. So I hang up. Whoo, did I hit stage two quicker than I hit stage one. It was denial, then anger. Like I was angry at the person who was telling me what happened. And in the midst of this, I am still trying to find things that I love about myself. Now, the thing about grief and anger and negative emotions is that they're so strong that they can cloud your view of yourself. Okay? So, I then hit... Stage three, bargaining. I am praying and I'm asking why. Well, what happened? This doesn't make sense. If you do this, then I'll do this. As if God was just really going to just resurrect the dead. He said what he said. He did what he did. They gone. But I'm still like, wait a minute. Now, this person is still alive, but this person is not. And the bargaining caused confusion. But not only that, the bargaining stage also redirected my focus from me being a better me and being a better me for the people who are still alive (laughs) It shifted my focus to try to find an answer that I'm probably never going to get, which is 
God, why did you allow this person to live, but you took this person? So as I spend a few days bargaining with God as if he's really going to bring them back, the depression hit. But with my job, I can't be depressed, right? Sometimes you have to go to work with a smile on your face because it's literally your job. If you're ever in any type of customer service setting or caring for other people, you have to leave your problems at the door, right? At least on your face. Your face has to say, I'm so happy to be here right now. I would love nothing more than to be here with you. But on the inside, I'm back at home in my bed. Depressed. So with depression came the guilt of you have not spoken to these people in a very long time. Why do you feel this way? You have thought about them, but you never reached out. Maybe you should have. Maybe this, maybe that. And then you look up and your house is not as clean as it was before. The people that are around you, they're not as happy to be around you. Because despite your best effort to keep it all together, you're slowly coming unraveled. And then the last stages of acceptance. I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm not there. I don't know what that stage will look like and when will we get there, but I'm not there yet. But what I can say was through all of that, through the anger, the denial, the bargaining, the depression, the guilt, the why do you feel this way when you haven't spoken to them, the shock of somebody that I knew my age suddenly, you know, passed away, all of that stuff. I had to get through that cloud of negativity and say, you know what, Joy? You may have let your passion project fall down. You may not have been as bubbly at the gym You may not have hit your target weight loss goals this month, but what you did do was go to the gym every day. And that was my one thing that I kept doing that I can be proud of. Because sometimes through the cloud of negativity, you need a lifeline of something that shows you that you are not a waste of time or a waste of space or a failure. That's the best way to put it. You need something in your life that says you're not a failure. And that one thing for me was going to the gym. Now, I may not have put in the effort that I was putting in before, but I showed up. I showed up every single day. Regardless of how I felt, I got up, put my clothes on, and I went. I may have hid in the corner of the gym, isolated from everybody, 
but I showed up and I did something. So I want you to think about what is the one thing that you still do that shows that you are not a failure. Even through the grief, even through the depression, what is the one thing that you have done that is your lifeline that says, I am still here and I'm not giving up? Is it getting out of bed every day? Is it getting your kids ready every day? Is it simply just answering the phone and listening to somebody vent even though you feel like crap? What What is your one thing? Because we don't really talk about that guiltiness that comes with the grief. That guiltiness of, I didn't cook dinner. That guiltiness of, I really need to get up, but I just can't. The guiltiness of, I should really help my kids with their homework, but I just can't focus right now. I'm really hurting. That type of guiltiness that may make you feel like a failure because you're not at your A game. I want you to focus on the one thing that you did do, though. What did you do today that says I'm still here, that I'm not a failure? Did you make your bed? Did you show up to work? Because on a good day, that's hard to do. Let's just keep it 100. On an amazing day, sometimes it's hard to show up to work, and yet we still do it, right? I'm saying this to get you to understand that we have to love ourselves through the process of whatever it is we are going through. Loving ourselves through the process of grief, loving ourselves through the process of a breakup, that is real. People break up after spending 10 years with each other. That is a grief. You're going to grieve that person. You're going to grieve that everyday situation of that person being there. And we may fall into a depression, but how are you loving yourself through that process? Because we don't have to have it all together, right? We don't have to be perfect every day. And just like before, we're excellent at knowing and reflecting on the things that we do wrong and reflecting on how we can be better. But we need to also focus on what we are doing and loving ourselves through that, right? We got to get through that negative cloud. So what is your one thing? My one thing was the gym. And now I'm going to add on, you know, going to the gym with a little bit more effort. Right? That's my that's my thing now. Going to the gym with a little bit more effort. To bring myself out of this grieving pit that I am in. Because sometimes we have to pull ourselves out. We have to wrap our 
arms around ourselves and say, we're going to be okay. We got this. We're going to be all right. And we have to take one step at a time to get through it. So I cannot take away the guilt that you're going to experience, but I do want you to focus on something that you have done today that shows that you're still here, you're not a failure, and you're not a quitter. It can be something so small as I washed my face today. Matter of fact, mm -mm. let's do something smaller. I tied my shoe. I tied my shoe today. Because to be honest, sometimes I let that shoe go untied, okay? I would be like, Lord, don't let me trip. I'm going to get that shoestring in a minute, but let me just get to where I'm going. Okay, God, hold me up. Don't let me fall because I will leave my shoes straight untied. But maybe today you said, let me tie this up. That would be one thing that I do to show that I'm not a failure. Because grief doesn't make you a failure. You are you just failed at cleaning your house today. That's all. But grief does not make you a failure. Grief just makes it hard for you to focus on all the amazing things that you are capable of. And how amazing your life really is. So we are not going to allow grief to cloud us anymore. We are going to love ourselves through this process. And we are going to focus on one thing that we have done every day. That shows that we are still here and that we are still moving forward. And we're going to be proud of ourselves and we're going to love ourselves through that. Now, if you are having an amazing year, like every single month has been great or it has been mediocre and maybe you are not grieving, we still going to love ourselves, right? We're still going to love ourselves through the process. We're going to focus on falling in love with ourselves and dating ourselves and, you know, being gentle with ourselves. Whether you're grieving or not grieving, we're still going to love ourselves through the process of whatever it is we're going through, through the process of being a better person, through the process, you know, of getting our finances together. Whatever it is, we are going to love ourselves. So be gentle with yourself. Love yourself. And remember, you are amazing. And there are a lot of amazing things about you that you do like. You just have to focus on it and bring it out. Thank you so much for joining me today as we discuss this important topic of loving yourself through the process of grief. Now, I hope you will join me next time as we continue this series of loving yourself through the process. Now, I'm not a narrator. I'm not a podcaster. I'm just a girl who likes to talk. And I like to talk about weight loss and life. So join me next time as we continue to dig into the life portion of this podcast. All right, talk to you soon.